Good morning for Thursday, March 26, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. U.S. warplanes join efforts to oust ISIS. Pilot locked out of jet's cockpit before descent, and veterans injured by chemicals get an apology. In today's national news, soldier released by the Taliban is charged as a deserter. The FBI lags in countering evolving threats, a report says. And Bill bars releasing officers' names in Arizona. In today's business headlines, the Dow fell 292 points yesterday. The Nasdaq was also down 118. Trade pact seen as a door for suits against the U.S., and merger joins staples of America's cupboard. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as chosen by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This is the top story. It's written from Baghdad by Rod Nordland and Peter Baker. U.S. warplanes join effort to oust ISIS. American warplanes began airstrikes against Islamic State positions in Tikrit late Wednesday, finally joining a stalled offensive to retake the Iraqi city as American officials sought to seize the initiative from Iran, which had taken a major role in directing the operation. The decision to directly aid the offensive was made by President Obama on Wednesday, American officials said, and represented a significant shift in the Iraqi campaign. For more than three weeks, the Americans had stayed on the sideline of the battle for Tikrit because they did not want to be in the position of aiding an essentially Iranian-led operation. Senior Iranian officials had been on the scene, and allied Shiite militias had made up the bulk of the force. Obama approved the airstrikes after a request from Prime Minister Haider al-Abadi on the condition that Iranian-backed Shiite militias move aside to allow a larger role for Iraqi government counterterrorism forces that have worked most closely with United States troops, American officials said. Qasim Soleimani, the commander of the Quds Force of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, who's been advising forces around Tikrit, was reported on Sunday to have left the area. The United States has struggled to maintain influence in Iraq, even as Iran has helped direct the war on the ground against the Islamic State. But as the struggles to take Tikrit mounted with a small band of Islamic State militants holding out against a combined Iraqi force of more than 30,000 for weeks, American officials saw a chance not only to turn the momentum against the Islamic State, but to gain an edge against the Iranians. If the Americans did not engage, they feared becoming marginalized by Tehran in a country where they had spilled much blood, the officials said, speaking on condition of anonymity. American officials now hope that an American-assisted victory by Abadi and his forces will politically bolster him and counter the view of Iranian officials and many Iraqi Shiites that Iran is Iraq's vital ally. Taking back to Crete is important, but it gives us an opportunity to have our half of the operation win this one, an American official said. The administration also hopes that a Tikrit victory with American air power would ensure that it is their coalition with the body's forces, and not the faction led by Soleimani, that then proceeds to try to recapture the larger and more pivotal city of Mosul.
the White House made no comment and instead left it to the Pentagon to announce the new airstrikes against the Islamic State, also known as ISIS or ISIL. These strikes are intended to destroy ISIL strongholds with precision, thereby saving innocent Iraqi lives while minimizing collateral damage to infrastructure, Lieutenant General James Terry, the commander of the Islamic State operation, said in a statement.